and oh, the crowd will always love you. But as for me, I've come to know everything that glitters is not gold. Since a child, Elite Benson has been drawn to shiny, expensive, and beautiful things. His wife, Jacynthia, was all three at once. In the beginning of their marriage, things were perfect. But with time, they both began to change. Elite soon realized his wife was not the woman he thought she was. Denali Peters was sure her life would not get any better. She had two children with a man who showed her with time just how impure his intentions were. At the top of her priority list was being a great mom, but working two jobs and raising her man along with their kids began to take a toll on Denali. Eventually, she realizes the importance of self-care and her own happiness. But that happiness comes with a hefty price. When Elite, Elite's marriage crumbles, he decides to right a few wrongs from his past. During his quest for health and happiness, he meets Denali, who appears to be after the same things. With all they have in common, you think a relationship between them would be inevitable. But there are a few people and secrets from their past that says otherwise. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Bibliophile Bookcase. I am your host, Erica the Bibliophile, and we are here to discuss Mr. Jeweler. Mr. Jeweler is by Beloved, and this is part three of a six-part series. Now, they are all standalone novels. You do not have to read them in order, you know, because they don't coincide with each other. Um... I read book one like a while ago. It's called Mr. Librarian. It was really good. I'm going to have to reread and I'll probably make it into an episode. Because part two is a prelude to the other stories, which led me to this book. Because baby, from the prelude alone, I said I have to know what happens with this couple. So um, the book starts off with Jacinda. Jacinda and Elite, they are married. Uh, but the first line of the book is Jacinda saying somebody's going to get her pussy tonight. And she's 99% sure that it's not going to be her husband. So it's like, whoa, where are we going with this? So her and Elite, like they're just not connecting. And basically she's horny. So she's going out for her friend's birthday. Um... Uh, with the like sole intent of having sex with somebody that night so anyway she meets a guy by the name of eric they plan to hook up and as they're walking out of the bar a woman approached them and she says i just wanted to see how far you would take this are you really about to leave with this bitch and it's like whoa and jacinda for a married woman she's like i can't believe he got a girlfriend um and so he's like, shit. And he's trying to explain himself. And, you know, Jacinda, she wasn't going to say nothing. But once again, the girlfriend calls her a bitch. And she's like, you know, if you got a problem, that's cool. But stop calling me out my name. It's like, I didn't know he had a girlfriend. If you got a problem, your problem with him, not with me. Um, but she also tells her, you got one more time to disrespect me before I put you to sleep. So I was like, okay, Jacinda, kind of on your side, girl. Kind of. You wrong. But I'm kind of on your side because it's just like, in this situation, 
I don't see, like as far as the other couple, uh, Eric and Monica, as far as their relationship goes, she's not in the wrong because she didn't know that he had a girlfriend. And if you saw him in the club talking to her, I mean, in the bar, and then you let that go on and then you followed them outside, the only person you should be addressing is your boyfriend. Why are you addressing her and you calling her out her name for what? So, of course, because she's upset and she's trying to be big and bad, she starts to call her a bitch again and just in the punches her in her mouth. But then here comes Eric, like, I know you're not just going to put your hands on my wife while I'm standing right here. And so he chokes her up, but then a fist comes out of nowhere and punches him out to the ground. So it's like, damn, you and your bitch just got beat up. What? That's sad. Like, as a couple, y'all should be embarrassed. Um, but the guy tells her, you know, you go ahead. I'll take care of this situation. Don't worry about it. Um, so she goes home, you know, just basically sleep it off. And when she wakes up in the morning, her husband, Elite, is there. And they have, like, a moment. And as soon as it's, like, starting to go somewhere, her phone keeps ringing. So he tells her you know i ain't worried about that fucking phone fuck that phone and she's like it could be important he's like really like we haven't been connected for some time and the time that we are finally about to do something together you more worried about the phone so he backs away leaves out and it's her friend like um oh boy wants your number and he wants to talk to you so she calls him to quote unquote thank him for sticking up for her and you know, this leads somewhere to her creeping around with the new guy. And his name is Henry. So, Elite can feel something is going on, but he's still, he's basically just going through the motions. Um, Jacinda has two girls, two daughters from a previous relationship that sometimes live with them, but then they'll also go to her mother's house. And I believe they also spend time with their father so while she's carrying on this affair with henry she finds out that she's pregnant now her being pregnant she tries to pass it off as elite so she comes home one day sitting on the edge of the bed waiting for him to get out the shower and when he comes out she's like can we talk he's like about what and so she says i'm pregnant so of course he's pissed because he's like first of all we not even having sex like that like our relationship is not like that and ain't no way that's my baby because i've had a vasectomy so you coming to my face to blatantly say you cheated in my face is wild so of course with the fact of her being caught up she tries to flip it on him and like you lied you're a liar he's like yeah and you're a cheater but it's the fact that you would be so bold to just come in the house like i'm pregnant and insurance like girl just because we married married don't mean stupid like bitch i know that's not my baby what is you talking about so um they have this little back and forth exchange and he pushes her and she falls and she like goes to protect her stomach and it's like get away from me so he's like all right cool and i want a divorce like this this shit is over with um and so he leaves so he goes to talk to his brother by the name of supreme and supreme has a wife by the name of nicole 
So, you know, they're trying to comfort him in his time of need. And then all of a sudden, it's like a boom, 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 boom. And it's like, damn, who is that? It's two police officers looking for Elite. So they're like, are you Elite? Of course. And he's like, yeah. And they arrest him for the assault of Jacinda. Now, Jacinda went to her quote-unquote boyfriend to tell him that she was pregnant because he had been telling her you know when if you don't want to step up if you don't want to be in your life i'll do it so of course she goes to him like okay it's over with with him we cannot move on with our lives and take care of this baby and he chuckles and says nah baby that can't happen and she's like what what you mean come to find out her boyfriend is married and he's like you know my wife cannot find out about this and i'm not leaving her so you're gonna have to get rid of this baby like this baby cannot happen and she's like no and if you try to leave me i'm gonna find your wife and expose the fact that um you got me pregnant because i'm not getting rid of this baby so that turns into oh i'm so sorry trigger warning trigger trigger warning lord can't even get my words out. i'm so sorry this leads to him attacking her. Like he beats her up and basically beats the baby out of her. But instead of her calling the police and getting the person who actually attacked her and caused her to lose the baby, she calls the police on her husband. Now, Ali is a jeweler, hence Mr. Jeweler. And he makes very expensive jewelry. Like he don't turn his life around, but he used to be in the streets. You know, he used to be a thug. Um, and so the police, they they done had a hard on for him trying to get him locked up on charges. So this is just what they needed. But um, Supreme gets him out and he calls her and they have this exchange because he's like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, who actually did that to you? And she's like, you know, you don't care. You, I'm, Her response was so childish. But it's just like, it's the fact that you called the police on this man anyway, knowing that he didn't actually do this to you, that is blowing my fucking mind. Why would you want the person that you wronged in this situation to be the one to go to jail? Instead of getting the person who actually did this to you and actually made you lose your baby, like, lock his ass up. And you was talking about telling his wife. Like, there's no... Per- Girl, okay, whatever, whatever. Like, um... So he goes to which this is why I love be love. I'm sorry, but elite goes to Jacinda's parents' house, and the daddy opened the door, I think, with a shotgun. And you know, elite, like, you know, you do whatever you got to do, but I didn't really do that to your daughter. And um, he says, When I came to you and asked you for her hand in marriage. You told me if I couldn't love her correctly or anything ever happened to return her just how I got her. So he says, this is me returning her to you. We will no longer be together. And the dad felt compassion for him. And it's like, you know, he sees that Ellie didn't really do it. And he's like, do you, son, do you want to talk? And I'm like, hold on, pull over. Son, nigga, you just had a gun to my face. I ain't your fucking son he really should have said man fuck you and fuck your daughter but you know elite he a better man than me anyway um so then you know jacinda she finally has to stop hiding and have this conversation with her parents and they basically like girl what did you do 
And so she has to admit, you know, what she did and what happened. And she's crying. And it's like, girl, these tears solve nothing. Like nobody's, well, these are her parents. So they are feeling sorry for her. But, um, you know, like, okay, when you done crying, let's find an actual solution. Because you can't just cry this away. And you know it's like even if she does drop the charges the state is going to pick this case up so you have basically ruined this man's life for doing nothing to you besides what do you want to say basically being a bad husband because they weren't connecting emotionally or even physically you change that by getting a divorce or y'all go to counseling together you don't change that by basically ruining this man's life because you did him wrong so um in the end she actually goes to jail for filing uh false charges and you know while she's in there she starts working on herself and basically uh discovering that the reason well part of the reason for their relationship not going the way it should is because she was feeling a way inward it was you know like inner work that she needed to work on that she wasn't working on and you know while she's in jail and they got a divorce and all that type of stuff we're introduced to denali denali has a boyfriend by the name of blaze who basically the nigga's a bum like he don't do nothing he ain't got no work so she's the one taking care of the family because they have two young children a boy and a girl and it's just like he's unreliable basically she has another child to raise it's just like nigga why are you here and then there's times where she calls him she can't get him on the phone it just is what it is and so i believe he throws a party at her house because it's her house not their house it's her house he throws a party at her house invites his family over and it's like the majority of the people there are women and she just she not with it first of all she don't like being around large crowds which girl same um but baby i'm gonna suck it up when i finally get to this beyonce concert because i have to experience renaissance life i have to but yeah as far as crowds go i hate crowds but and then it's like this nigga is sticking by this one particular woman's side so it's just like she watching him go back and forth and next thing you know he lead her upstairs in her face so denali is like excuse me where the fuck y'all going and he's like i'm taking her to the bathroom is that okay she's like no it's a bathroom down here where are y'all going and so he tries to show off in front of his family and basically gets his feelings hurt because um you know he puffing out his chest talking about this my house she said your house nigga it's my name that's on this lease i'm the one paying the bills around here not you and so at first, Blaze's mama and auntie is like, all right, y'all, that's enough. You know, let's calm down. And so Blaze, because he wants to show out, is like, no, I let her talk. Tell them how you taking care of me like the king that I am. She laughed in that nigga face and said, kings, baby, you might as well be calling me mama. You ain't nothing but another one of my kids. And so now, of course, now he mad. Now he want to show out for real. But it's just like, you the one that want to take there, like, uh no because when the uh the mom and them said all right y'all that's enough denali actually said she was like all right i ain't gonna take it there but that's when he said you know no nah, tell them how you taking care of me like i'm a king it's like 
Oh, so you want to show out, show out. All right, let's put on the show. Hand me my mic, give me my hat, and give me my glove. Because, baby, I'm about to be Michael Jackson out this bitch. Like, what are we talking about here? And so after that, she goes upstairs. You know, she found her a blunt. She about to smoke and just chill out. But he comes in there, once again, fucking with her. Like, what's all that about? She like, leave me alone. He like, no, nah, you wanted to show out in front of my people. Oh, but now you don't want to talk. And it's like, no, because first of all, I don't want to argue with you, period. But it's the fact that I tried to stop the shit and you still kept going. Like I wasn't going to say, like I was going to let you hold me in front of your people, which would never happen. And so she's like, but we also not going to continue this argument because I'm done with it now. And you tried to raise your hand up to me like you was about to hit me. Like you, you hitting on people now? And so she's like, this, what was that anyway? So she back on the woman thing and he's like, basically she's the friend of a woman he used to mess with. And um, basically he didn't want her to say anything. So he was basically following her around just to make sure she don't say nothing. And it's just like, first of all, that story makes no sense. But even if that's your truth and what you want to go with, that does not you know, take away from everything else that happened following that. So no, this relationship was over is over and you need to get out. And so he's like, I ain't going nowhere. You gonna have to put me out. And she's like, all right, cool. I'm going to call my daddy. He's like, no, don't get nobody else involved. I say you put me out. She like, all right, I got something for you. But she goes out to sit in her car and, um, I forgot, she either called her friend or it was her sister. Basically running down what just happened. And she's like, I'm waiting for him to get out of my house. Next thing you know, he pounding on her door. Like, who you talking to? I told you don't get nobody involved in our business. And so he tries to yank the door open. But she leaves it locked. And she's like, you just need to leave. Like, this is over with. Get the fuck out. And so he finally leaves and... You know, basically, she just goes on about her life. She's working her two jobs. Uh, she has hopes of opening her own clothing store, her own boutique. Because she's working at a boutique right now. And she also babysits and is a tutor on the side. So, with... Let's go back to Elite. Elite, with his marriage being over and him trying to process those feelings and him and Jacinda, they send each other letters back and forth while she's in jail, basically admitting their own faults and wishing each other the best. And, you know, that's the end of their relationship. He then wants to pick back up his relationship. Well, not pick back up. Basically he wants to confront his father. He knows where his father lives and, you know, he has a new wife so he goes over to his house. The wife opens the door. You know, she's very welcoming. And when he comes in, he sees a picture of two young girls to come to find out. Uh, what was the daddy's name? Greg. Greg has, well, they, Greg and his new wife, they have two daughters. So he's like, this is strange finding out that he has two sisters. But they also now know about him and Supreme. So they're excited to meet their brothers. And... Elite basically unloads on the dad when he sees him like, you know, first of all, where were you? And this is what happened to me when you left. Like basically he was abused and he was also molested in 
the system when him and his brother were put in the system. And because Greg had told the story of, you know, I had got on drugs, I was homeless, and him being homeless, like some guy had gave him some money and sent him around the corner to a um, homeless shelter or something like that, or they were having an event. Something like that is where he met his now wife. And it's just like, you know, ever since I met her, my life has just been so much better. And Elite, he was just looking to lash out. So he's like, oh, so while your life has just been so great and you basically moved on, this is what I went through and this is what I was going through. And, you know, Greg is like, I'm I'm sorry. And I looked for y'all and I wanted to have a relationship with y'all, but I didn't know how y'all would feel. But, you know, now that you're here, I would love to get to know you. I would love to reconnect with you. And at first, Elite is like, man, I don't know about all that. I don't think I can commit to that. And Greg is like, okay, I, you know, whatever you feel like, I'm here. And Elite had seen Denali before, but this is him. Like, they had passed each other. Just, and he's like, I'm going to remember that beautiful face. And then he sees her again because she's one of the younger girls' tutor. And I believe she's the oldest one tutor, and then she babysits the younger one whenever is needed. So um, they start talking that way because she's like, you know, whatever you're going through, it'll get better. Basically speaking life into him without even knowing him. And so they start getting closer. And I just love the way that B-Love develops her relationships because, like I said, they speak life into each other and it's just so sensual and together. And it's just like, you're my person that I've been looking for my whole life. And in the matter of like a month, we're going to be married. That's not what they say to each other, but that's just like how her stories develop and I love it. But because uh, like I said, they grow cro- close really quickly and it's great. Um. But come to find out, because um, on her birthday, which I got beef with her fucking sister. On um, Denali's birthday, she wakes up from, to, she grabs her phone, expecting to see like hella notifications, like happy birthday notifications. And she sees that her sister has called her multiple times. So she's dreading it because it's like, damn, not on my birthday. What is this? Come to find out her sister's calling to tell her, like, girl, I was on uh, some app and I seen a woman who posted a whole bunch of pictures. It was her wedding anniversary. And um, basically it was Blaze. So she's like, Denali is like, what? Like, how, how old is it? Like a month or two? Like, what is this anniversary? And the sister's like, no, girl, they're it's a wedding anniversary and it's been years and so denali has to process that like the whole time her boyfriend has been married and she feels a way about that but not because she loves the nigga but because like nigga you played me and she feels stupid basically feels played and it's just like i was really led on by this nigga taking care of him while he already got a wife and his wife is a trust fund baby who he uh no let me get it right she's a trust fund baby who her daddy 
like did not want her with Blaze, but Blaze she got with him to spite her dad because she wanted her money and she couldn't get it unless she was either married or uh it was some either married or 30 i believe and she was 21 at the time and she really wanted that money so she got married and the stipulations was she could not get a divorce so it's basically like you have to stay married to this man or are you going to get cut off from the money that you were so desperate to get anyway um, so when Denali sits down to talk to Blaze to figure this out, she tells him, okay, well, you finna go on child support and we just gonna cut ties. And he's like, nah, I can't do child support because then my wife will divorce me. And basically she's the one taking care of him. So even while he was out there lying, telling Denali that he didn't have a job or he was looking for a job, he was really in the condo that his wife put him up in and spending her money. So she's like, all right, give your, give your rights away. I don't want shit else to do with you. So he says, okay, with the stipulation of he gets to say goodbye to the kids. And she says, the only way you can do that is if you tell them the truth. If you try to pin this on me and say, I'm the reason why you can't see them anymore, I'm going to tell them the truth. And you know, you can never see them again. And so he's like, all right, cool bet. Now, also between this time with, Elite and Denali getting closer. Of course, Elite is getting closer to the kids as well, and they're very drawn to him. And Blaze, of course, being a bitch that he is, as soon as he gets in front of the kids, he does exactly what she asked him not to do. He's like, you know, your mama is keeping me away from y'all, and I'm not going to be able to see y'all no more. And it's like, <sighs> if you ain't nothing else, you are a bitch. And so, but when Elite sees him, Cause was it before or after no it was before um so when elite sees because they were at top golf sorry i'm like all over the place they're at top golf and at top golf he comes in and that's when um um elite no Denali saw him and was like, my baby father just walked in, but I don't want no problems. And so Elite goes to talk to the kids. And then when he comes back, Blaze approached Denali, which is exactly what she was hoping he wouldn't do. And she, he's like, that's your baby father? And kind of find out, he's like, that's Henry. That's who attacked Jacinthia. Just, yeah, Jacinthia. Um, and he's like, oh, so it's up for that nigga off gp you know so he's like but you know take the kids and you get out of here but she didn't move so henry who we now know is blaze steady talking shit like oh the fact that i fucked your wife now you trying to get with my woman and then he turns to denali like he just mad uh that his woman wanted me or something like that and elite just starts going in he beat the mess out that man he dragged him outside so Denali takes the kids and, you know, they rush and leave. So he takes them home and they don't talk for a couple of days. And he apologizes. He's like, you know, I didn't mean to do that in front of you guys, but he's been arrested and he's in jail. And he's like, you know, the type of nigga that I am, as soon as he get out of jail, if we still in Memphis, it's a wrap for that nigga. Cause he did what he did to my wife and then he did 
what he did to the woman I'm in love with. So Denali is like, you talking about the woman you loved and that the woman you were married to, your wife? He was like, no, I say what I say, right? He did what he did to the woman that I married, that I used to be with, and he also messed over the woman that I'm in love with, which would be you. And so he's like, oh, I love you too, whoop-de-whoop, you know, whatever. And um, what is it? So they have a talk of him reversing his vasectomy at some point because he's like, I do want a kid or two. And she's like, that's cool. And we're going to get married again eventually because she's like, you know, I know your first marriage was fucked up, but I'm not going to be out here just unmarried having babies, you know, whatever. So we're at the end where it's close to Christmas time. They, uh, Supreme had the kids while they decorated their house. Well, decorated Denali's house because they haven't moved in together. But he does tell us that he's planning on proposing, I'm pretty sure, at Christmas. Or that's like one of her Christmas gifts, which I would have hoped that he would have did on a different day. Like, do not, I do not like holiday uh, engagements. Because it's like, nigga, just because it's on a holiday don't mean I get one gift. You got to double up. And I just want a different date that means something to us. But anyway, um, she calls him into the kitchen because she has a surprise. So she is sitting there in an apron, booty butt naked, with some heels on. And it's like, you know, I made your favorite cake. He's like, oh, is that a strawberry cake? So is, baby, come get it. And so he goes over to look at the cake. The cake says, I'm pregnant. So it's like, oh, we about to have a baby. And, you know, of course, he knows that he's planning to propose. So it's like everything is falling into place as it should be. We're healed from our past bullshit. And we are about to live happily ever after with each other. Love that for us. Okay, so that's all I got, my beautiful people. I hope you liked the episode. I hope you go get the book and enjoy the other books in the series. And I will see you later. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people.